We're back with another episode of the Mike Chuck Show. I'm Mike Sauter. That is Chuck Mulligan. And what do you have a Midland wrestling shirt on today? Midland women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. See, in college is women's, and in high school is girls. And for those of you that don't know, so I, uh, you know, every time I try, I refer to wrestling, the girls wrestling, I, I like to try to call it the women's wrestling. I, I just feel like they deserve it. Sure. Yeah. Well, Chuck, know. I'm not going to complain with you. You do whatever you want. I'm just saying that I'm is what. Saying. I like to throw that, it out there. That is what it is supposed to be. So we both were at Metro tournament. Well, you were at the finals. Yeah, I was. I I still had to work. I mean, not I was. That you weren't. Not that you weren't working. I was at the finals as well. I mean, I was at the consolation semifinals too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hey, I want to give a big shout out to Bellevue East. They ran that yeah. tournament really well. It was way better than than a lot of people thought, including yeah. Me. So, yeah, I thought yeah. we were going to be there until about ten or eleven. To be honest with you, shout out to uh, Bellevue East AD Chatholz did a good job for uh, in the in the running it, and the setup actually was pretty nice. The girls were yeah. downstairs. It was actually cold, um, I guess, down there. And then uh, they moved the girls up for the finals, which was right the right thing to do. Girls could have got done maybe a little quicker, but it was good. Our guy Cody, our guy Cody got got the the our guy Cody got the uh, media contributor award from NSWCA or whatever Nebraska Wrestling I'm Coach. Glad Cody learned how to read. Learn how to read. Yeah, I'm glad that he learned how to read and write. So wow, that's, that's tough. Wow. I didn't. Say, I didn't say that. Okay, we have a, a decent show lined up for you. I think the second half is going to be fun. The first half will probably also be fun. Um, we meant to get this guy. We actually did get this guy on Monday after uh, he won another match, like his hundred thousand match he won in his life, and uh, somebody messed up the audio. We're not going to. It was not me. It wasn't me this time. We're not going to say that. So we are doing our show uh, regularly like we normally do in my office at home and Chuck somewhere in his apartment. Also, shout out to Miles Anderson and Cole Canigli. Our bad guys. Yeah, Cole Canigli and Miles Anderson. We had them on too and the audio just didn't work. So sorry. Our fault. My fault. It was my fault. I did it. It's all me. Thank you for taking the blame on that one because we know everyone would have thrown it right at me. Yeah, because your audio always sucks. You're the one with technology problems, not me, all the time. I'm just the bad guy. Everyone, you, like, I'm just the bad guy. You are, yeah, nine times out of ten. Like it's, it is. Okay, first up, we have Tyson Terry, TNT, coming up uh, next, and then later we will talk with Chuck's brother. So I like how you referred to him as Chuck's brother. That's that's how it goes. Yeah, Chuck's brother will be our second guest. But let's just start with Tyson Terry. There he is, big TNT TNT man. What's going on? There we go. There we go. Hey, you're getting a lot of coaches rolling through here right now, trying to talk to you. Yeah. Yep. I mean, kind of some bigger names coming through, you know, Omaha North trying to talk to old TNT. Still got the Nebraska shirt on though. People make people feel good about that one. Oh yeah, GBR. All day, every day, or most days. 
All day, every day. All day, every day. Okay. All right. I guess let's start with just that. Um, are you going to wrestle at Nebraska? Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan on it. Um, you know, anything can happen. Uh, I'm open to, um, you know, practicing in the off season and training with them. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I, uh, I don't plan on competing or, or anything like that. Pull, pull the Nash and lose 40 pounds in 40 days or whatever it was. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, coach Manning's going to try for it hard though. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Have you had those conversations? Uh, there's been a few. Um, I've kind of just said like just football um, with coach Travell and coach Manning, but you know, anything's possible so we'll see coach Travell get you get you uh shooting some low singles on the football field that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah it gets you them leg attacks dudes won't be able to get by you just reach out and grab an ankle My yeah still uh, out like eight times a day. yeah i uh i remember hand fighting with him um my uh, freshman year and uh, I, I didn't want any business. <laughs> I was, hey, yeah, that, was, that was pretty rough. Chuck thinks he can take him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, bro. No. I, don't, I don't have any MCLs left. I'm, I'm retired. Yeah, how'd that happen? Um. <laughs> who, to, who between us had to have knee surgery? Not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying at Metro, I mean if we want to go there, we can go there. At at Metro on Monday, I believe there were multiple coaches that said, Hey, when you were trying to talk stuff to me, I believe I said, Hey, I kicked his butt once. I didn't <laughs> say it in those words. I can do it again. And they were like, Yeah, we saw it. there's video evidence of that happening. This is about Tyson and not us. <laughs> Saying okay, this is about Tyson and not us. Okay, Tyson, you are on a roll right now. You haven't lost in high school. Uh, you are trying to get. You're going to attempt your third uh, straight state title. Uh, I know four. You know, being a four timer is your goal, right? Um, yeah. how, how do you achieve that goal? Um, you know, just uh, growing up. You know, that was uh, kind of just a. That was like a. That was like a. That was the that was the goal, you know, being a four-time state champion. You know, not the, uh, you know, the undefeated part. That's all cool and all, but you know, the four-time state champion. You know, my dad always said he was like, if if you don't win at least three, then I don't I don't know, man. And so you know, it, that's always been you know like a big goal of ours of just you know he's helped he's uh he's helped me a lot. Um, just growing up, you know what everything that he's taught me. Um, not just with sports, but you know, life and you know having having a mindset of just always, always, you know, training hard, you know, you never know who's, who's, who's gunning for you. Um, like I said, Monday of just like that, I have the target on my back. So I need, I need to train even more for, for everybody who's coming for me, who, who's trying to, who's trying to beat me. And so, you know, I always got to stay on top of my game for, for whoever. How, how big of a deal was it for you to have somebody like Ronald Coleman to, to kind of look up to and, and um, you know, that he, he really set the standard there for, for heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, just having him, 
you know, like growing up, like he, that was like, he was like a celebrity to me, I guess, of like, oh, he's a four time state champion. You know, he was, he was like, you know, big, big time stuff. So like celebrity to me growing up and then being able to just work with him um, growing up was, was awesome. You know, he, he taught me, he taught me a lot. You know, we, um, we worked out a few times over uh, winter break. He came into town. And so just kind of cleaning up on some things and working with him and kind of picking his brain out with some things that was, it, I'm very fortunate to have him, you know, um, in, in my life and, you know, for, for him to work with me and, and show me some things that, you know, work for him or, or what's, what's better in, in situations and, you know, that, that it's helped me a ton. On the wrestling mat, you know, you know, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows that you have the biggest target on your back, literally and figuratively. Um, you, you do, right? Like you, you, you go out, you dominate people. People want to take you down. People want to give you that first loss in your high school career. How do you, one, I guess, stay aware of that and two, not let it happen? Um, you know, my dad always said, you know, you got to enforce your will on these guys. You know, you don't want to give them any chance of like to think in their mind, like, yo, like I can hang with him or I can, you know, beat him or take it, whatever the case may be. So that's what my goal is just like every match of like to show these guys, like I'm the, I'm the champ, you know, I'm still here and I'm going to show you why I'm, I'm still the champ. And so that's what, that's what I try to do every match of just kind of making sure, you know, I, I stay the, the champ. Uh, I think it's pretty cool that you're a North High Viking, but we really refer to you as a real life Viking as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you just you just kind of go out there. You're this uh, big guy, and you just like you said, impose your will. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I have to tell you something that is great, Chuck, because my seven year old daughter looked at. <laughs> seriously my seven-year-old daughter looked at the clips of you know metro finals that i put together of guys wrestling and she noticed the viking on the back of your singlet and i said yeah he looks like a real viking and she goes he's a viking (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) well yes you are anyway go ahead sorry chuck what was your question again (laughs) I didn't have a question. I was just pointing out the obvious. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're a Viking. Um, is it that it's the goatee, right? It's yeah. Like I mean, facial hair. Yeah. Got to maybe grow it out a little bit. I was we fortunate enough. That, uh, I was uh, fortunate enough. They, they uh, didn't have the rule anymore where you had to shave. So wow. that, that, that helps a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> You just called him a Viking. What the? He's <laughs> he, he gonna is he kill not? you. He's is is he gonna not? kill you. How is that an insult? I don't know. It feels like it is. <laughs> it is not. I Tyson Terry's the last person I want to make mad. <laughs> At this point in my life, I've I've learned to pick my battles. <laughs> um, he, you brought up your dad and his influence on you. He, your dad kicked my butt bad. Um, in high school when we wrestled like I mean he threw me he was a headlock thrower guy we've talked about this I mean he kicked my butt like Mike said he could take him down now that's not true Um, I heard it but yeah I mean he threw me in a headlock so quick and I I just wasn't ready for it because I hadn't seen it whatever it's fine and then we wrestled again it was much closer but um 
anyway, the impact he's had on you and your life and um, not just on the wrestling mat, obviously he's had a big influence on the wrestling mat, but outside of that, how how big has he had? You brought it up a little bit before, but kind of want to expand on that. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of like, just teaching me, you know, like life, life is going to kick your butt, you know? So like, you can't feel, can't feel sorry for yourself. You know, you might be going through some tough times, you know, all you got to do is just, you can't give up, you know, you got to keep pushing yourself. Um, just, you got to always, always get 1% better every day. Um, that's kind of been, um, something that we've kind of lived to, um, just not like me and my dad, but like around that, just around the house and with us of like, so someone's out there, you know, they're doing, they're training, you know, they're, they're training harder than you. Um, you know, they're, they're figuring stuff out. And so, you know, with him, um, you know, it's been, it's been, a it's, it's been, it's been an awesome ride. You know, we've had, we've had some battles, you know, growing up, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, I'd probably say that I wasn't a fan of him, the, the biggest fan of him um, growing up as a kid. But now that I've uh, that I've grown up and, you know, I've kind of seen, you know, been been around, I guess, for not not been around, but like I've seen the stuff. And so, like, now I kind of understand, like, where he was coming from and, and some of the lessons that he's taught me, like it, it, it all makes sense now. And so having him um, right there with me my whole life, you know, that was that, that's a big thing. I'm very fortunate for that, you know. Um, it, it's, it's just been an awesome thing, you know, and so I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for, for next year in college, you know, with having him in my side. You, do, you, that, go ahead. do you think it's possible for you to go down as the goat at North high for wrestling or um, where do you feel, where do you feel that you, you fit in there? I mean, you know, um, I would, I would, I would say, I, I hope I do, you know, but, uh, there's been some some pretty uh some pretty tough dudes that, that have came through North High, you know. Oh yeah. And um so uh I, I feel I feel like um after my career is over, you know, and everything, I feel like I would be I would definitely be um up there, I guess. Uh I'm sure I mean there's a lot of a lot of tough wrestlers up there, you know, uh Burger, you know, the Perkins, uh you know, there there's a there's a lot. So Curly Junior. Yeah. The Hills. And, yeah. So there's just, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's a ton, um, just, you know, like more of older, older school type of guys, but, um, I would, I would say I, I would be pretty, pretty high up on that list. If you were to go undefeated, you probably have a claim. Yeah. You'd probably stake a claim. Um, yeah. Curly Alexander Jr. Was a mother. Yeah. There has yeah. been one other undefeated wrestler. There, there's been another undefeated wrestler, though, at North High. Davon Perkins, he was only yep. a three-time state champ, yep. but he didn't wrestle as a freshman. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, well, I guess I guess we'll see how uh, everything shapes out for me. Um, still two more years to go, but uh, I, I would say I'm pretty pretty high up there on that list. Okay, last one here, and then we'll let you kind of get about your business. How important had the decision to go to North? One, you had options. I mean, every eighth grader has options now in the high school or on the high school they're going to choose, but they do. Um, the, yeah. But the, the decision to choose North one and the impact Omaha North has had on you um, as a football player, a wrestler, whatever, just as a, as a person, uh, how important has that been for you? Yeah, it's been really important. You know, uh, that eighth grade year was pretty tough. Um, I don't think 
my, you know, my whole family uh, on my dad's side, my dad's side, everybody, you know, they went to North. And so I, I'm actually the uh, fourth generation to come through North. And so that was, that was a big piece of it, but I don't think my dad was fully sold on North um, and just put me in situation my eighth grade year, really. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I love, I love coach Martin, you know, I love from being at North. I love it. Um, and so that was, you know, that was a big factor of, um, you know, that was kind of just like, uh, that's where my home was. I, you know, I grew up, I was ball boy since fifth grade for the football games. Um, it wasn't, wasn't really much around the wrestling, um, side of it, I guess, but I was still, you know, rooting for North whenever, but <clears throat> to be around North and, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I'm very fortunate, um, just to see what kind of like, what types of, um, situations or people like go through and like, you know, just seeing those type of things, um, just kids around the school or like teammates or whatever. Um, I'm very fortunate of, of what I have, um, you know, got nice house, you know, nice clothes, stuff like that. So seeing stuff like that, I'm, I'm super fortunate, um, to have that, but I feel like being around North, you know, that, that those gives you like life lessons every day that like just being around those type of kids and being a role model to them, you know, on the wrestling team, you know, I feel like, um, I'm in, I'm in like a, extra coaching there, I guess, you know, everybody, they always, you know, are asking questions or what they think of moves and such like that. And so I feel, I just, I feel, I feel special there. You know, that's my home that will forever be my home. Uh, no transferring, you know, like, from, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and just the football wise, um, I've been a team captain since my sophomore year. Um, I'm a vocal guy, you know, and you know practices uh football practice they get super intense when yeah. you know i'm getting angry and so the, i know the scout kids probably don't like that a lot but um mm -hmm. just being around you know that every day and it's just it's just it's seeing what real life is and not just kind of going to some other schools where you really you don't see those type of things and so that's what i feel like that that has helped me a lot as well all right man appreciate your time Good luck the rest of the year. I'm sure we'll see you. Uh, I mean, state's coming up, so you gotta yeah. make it first. You gotta make it there first, but I'm sure we'll see you if you do. Yeah, that that's the that's the plan. <clears throat> okay, but call thank you. for state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Yeah. All right, man. I right, see you. Yes, sir. Yeah, that dude is special, man. Special. I'll tell you what. One thing that. Um, it's pretty cool is that, and this is going to be really, really hard for me to admit, the North community and following is second to none. Yes. The support that they have at that school is amazing. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, you're a central guy and you're saying that, so that's something. It's hard for me. It's yeah. hard for me to admit, but yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I know, like – that dude is mature as it gets. Um, he's a special just person, right? Like he's, he gets knocked a lot for some stuff that, that I don't really agree with as far as just his, you know, he wins, he, he gets excited after he wins. That's what I don't get that wrestling. We've talked about this before. Like who, if you win, if I pin somebody in a minute, I'm going to be happy. I should be able to express how happy I am. As long as you're not doing anything to degrade your opponent, I'm fine with any type of celebration. Right. Well, 
Yeah, that's true. Like a backflip is not degrading. That's just no, not- no. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, there, there's when we have when we got, when we have Higdon on for our once a year chat, we we'll we'll bring it up again. I'm sure you know, there, we we disagree on that, and that's okay. Um, but him and I. Well, there's a difference between you know pushing off on your opponent and standing over him, and then just being excited that you won in a one-on-one physical combat. You put yeah. all your emotion and everything into it. We gotta let kids be kids too. Right, right. That's true. All right. Uh, next up on the show is uh, another guest. We had two uh, this week. Normally, we like to have we try to have two. Sometimes we have one. Um, do the best we can, but this week we got two because well. Again, I messed up on Monday at uh, Bellevue East. But uh, our next guest, you know better than anyone, probably. So proud of this dude. You you know this person uh, better than anyone. And our next guest is uh, Chuck's brother. Chuck, Hello, guys. How are you doing, brother? Good. How are you guys doing? Chuck's partner. Um, your audio is not great because I don't know. The Mulligans can't figure out technology. I guess. Is that better? Can you hear me? You doing all right there, Bobo? Is it better at all? Yeah, we'll just go. Let's just go. Okay. Um, no, it's not Chuck's brother. It is the head coach of the number one ranked girls wrestling team in the state. Omaha Westside Warrior girls head wrestling coach Bob Mulligan, and he's 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 carved his own path. He's definitely not Chuck's brother. This guy's doing all kinds of great things and doing great things for for the sport. I'm gonna say it's Chuck's brother forever. I mean, that's fine. I won't tell you. You're my guy, so I gotta go with you. Like you're my guy. Oops. Like. <laughs> we're gonna do that probably a lot in this one do the money stuff. yeah maybe once or twice probably yeah i'm sorry um okay let's talk about your team right don't have a ton of you don't have every weight filled out but the ones you do you've got a lot of hammers yeah yeah we have a pretty special team we have uh we pretty consistently have 10 10 uh we usually bring about 10 wrestlers you know 10 out of 14 weights to uh of ours to meet you normally it feels like a lot. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean last year we had five. You know the year before I had two. Um, Reagan's freshman year is just me and Reagan. So you know it, we're gradual growing, but you know growth is the the the, the, the goal. You know growth is what's, what's making the sport what it is. Um, so any number is great. You know um, I'm at the point now to where I need an, I need a second coach. So you know I've been thankful that um, the boys' assistants and Matt Ranky have been great about helping me out because. I can't handle, I couldn't, there's no way I could do it by myself. So you said that your, your numbers doubled this year. What's been key to your growth? Oh, um, the girls on the team, 100%. Um, you know, uh, they, um, they flock to what we have is special, you know, winning's kind of a byproduct of what we have, um, our culture, you know, our coaching staff, our facilities, our program kind of model as a whole. Um, we're one of the few teams that I've noticed. I mean, I, I'm not around every single team in the state, you know, so I don't know. I just know from experience and kind of some of the people I've talked to, we're one of the only ones where, like, our boys and girls teams do pretty much everything together. You know, we practice together. We do team meetings together. We do team functions together. Um, we have fundraisers together. We do, um, you know, pizza parties together. Everything we do together, 
we go to a lot of the same meets together. We duel together, um, you know, outside of a, a few meets that we go to, um, just, you know, for our competition level, um, we do pretty much everything together. Um, and I mean, it was pretty evident uh, for anybody that was kind of watching our matches in the uh, Metro finals, you know, our boys teams were in our corners screaming, you know, cheering on our girls. Um, you know, whenever we have an off day, our girls are at the boys meets, you know, cheering on the boys and, you know, taking film and sitting in the stands. Um, so we're one really, really big family, um, which is people want to be a part of that. You know, people want to be loved. People want to be feel uh, appreciated. People want to feel wanted. Um, and we provide that, you know, like I said, we, we're very fortunate that we have some amazing athletes on our team, you know, that push each other and love each other and want what's best for each other. Um, and winning and being successful is definitely a byproduct of that. Uh, let's talk about Metro uh, finals and the one match in particular was Macy Barber's upset. Um, lucky, good, good coaching, uh, knowing the rules. What, what happened? Um, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's opinion based. Um, I mean, um, we wrestle hard, you know, Martha's very good. You know, you're not the number one wrestler in the state by being bad. You know, you're a good wrestler. Um, we dueled her earlier this season and she pinned us. So, you know, we wanted, we kind of wanted that match. You know, that match has kind of been circled um, for the last few weeks. You know, um, Macy, you know, we've been working hard. We've been doing what we need to do. Um, and I mean, the whole message before she went out there, I just told her, I said, hey, win or lose, you know, we don't win state titles at Metro. We go wrestle hard. You know, we wrestled no fear. We wrestle hard. Um, and this time it kind of benefited us. You know, we, um, you know, she's not one typical to make mistakes. Martha made a couple of mistakes. We capitalized on it. That's kind of part of the sport. Um, you know, who knows, you know, we were supposed to see each other again on Friday. Um, and then hopefully again, um, in the state finals, you know, that's hopefully that was a preview of the state finals, but you know, anything can happen at any time. We just kind of happened to, you know, we wrestled hard, um, things kind of fell our way and that's just kind of, you know, how the sport goes. You know, what's crazy is that you guys can wrestle that match 20 times in like 20 different outcomes. Yeah. Uh, those are two of just the best wrestlers at that weight. I don't want to say that they are the best wrestlers because obviously anything can happen, and I don't want to discredit any of the other girls at that weight. Yeah. Man, that was – I could watch those two wrestle a million times. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's awesome because they probably have wrestled that match 97 times, you know, maybe 200 times because they, they wrestle club together, you know, and being around the same weight, their practice partners a lot. So that match has probably happened behind closed doors 150, 200 times. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we get, we get to see it live and we get to watch it. Um, like I said, I'm, I was happy that we were, we were the outcome that happened that day. But like you said, we have to be ready to wrestle every single time, especially against, you know, high competitive, you know, high level wrestlers because anything can happen at any day. Anybody can beat anybody. That's the great thing about the sport. Yeah, especially in girls. It feels like girls wrestling just – you just you hardly ever know like when you have oh two, yeah when you have two you know good like in boys the number one versus number five six seven you kind of feel you know what's going to happen in girls you got no idea <laughs> like because they get yeah. quick they a little sloppier right like it's not yeah i mean that's kind of what we and some of the Metro coaches were talking about. We were talking about how quickly kind of the gap is closed. You know, um, it was always kind of, you know, you'd get one or two girls at every single weight that just kind of ran through every single buddy. 
Um, and then they'd be in the state finals. And then, you know, they'd be kind of one good match of the season to where now, you know, there's girls who, you know, started as a freshman in our, you know, junior seniors um, that have been working their butts off. And that's a test to, you know, the coaching in the state, that's a test to the clubs in the state that the girls have gone to, that's a test to, you know, the girls that are competing in the sport. Um, there's definitely been a talent gap that's been closed um, to where, you know, you get good matches in the quarterfinals, you get good matches in the first round, you get more girls that are kind of upsetting um, more seasoned wrestlers because of the work that they're putting in, which is kind of also what's making the sport so exciting. Uh, the thing that I love about girls wrestling is the love and respect that they have for each other. Um, you know, boys, sometimes it gets a little chippy. They can be kind of, kind of jerks like Mike standing over me after I had torn my knee and, um, you know, rubbing it in, but the girls, it's, you can see a lot of respect between the girls. Uh, is that, does that have to do with a lot of them wrestling the same club or is it? just something that's different between the two? Um, I think it's honestly a little bit of both. You know, I think it is definitely, you know, there's kind of two or three big clubs that, you know, kind of all the girls kind of flock to, um, you know, between Best Wrestler, NWA, and MWC. That's kind of like the big, you know, in the area at least, those are kind of the big three that, you know, the girls in the state have kind of flocked to. Um, so they wrestled each other. Um, another part is, you know, dual teams, Fargo teams, um, that with each other all summer. Um, and, the biggest, I think most importantly, is that they're all doing this together. You know, we've, we've started from ground one together. We're fighting together. We're, you know, we're trying to grow the sport together. We're, um, you know, trying to, they all are fighting for a common goal. Um, and they're in this journey kind of together. So, yes, you know, they are going for their individual results. And, you know, it's a competition. Um, it's a sport. You know, you want to win. You want to, you know, you want to have high success. But also, like, we have plenty of girls who are friends with other girls. So like they'll be chatting it up, you know, before a match and then they'll go wrestle super crazy hard, you know, for six, seven, eight minutes, however long matches last, you know, depending. And then they get off the mat and they start talking like their best friend being. That's like, that's part of, like you said, is the coolest thing in the sport. You don't see that with boys ever. Um, that's also part of why I love coaching girls. Um, seeing those interactions with each other. And it's kind of crazy how you're like, you guys just beat each other up for six minutes and now you're best friends, you know, laughing, giggling, hugging each other, which is awesome. Like I said, it's great. But I think the biggest reason is that they're just all in this together. They're all, you know, fighting for a common goal. Um, they're growing their sport to the best of their ability. And we have a really, really good talent of girl wrestlers in Nebraska right now. In 2022, you guys had one medalist and okay. finished 18th at the state tournament last year. You jumped all the way up to second, and South Sioux City has won both of the official state titles that we've had in girls wrestling. How do you take down the champ? Um, I mean, like I said, we just we do what we do. Um, you know, coaching staff, we we do. You know, we we talk about leading with love. You know, we lead with compassion. We give the girl. We provide them what they need. Um, they do. You know, they work hard. They all like I talked about. They're 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 They've all, the nice thing about our girls is that they've all grown up with each other and they've wrestled club with each other for a long time. Um, and so they know what each other's goals are and they have talked about each other's goals, you know, since they've been third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Um, so they hold each other accountable almost better than I do. Um, I almost don't need to because, you know, we have 
such good leaders on our team and such a good group of girls that they hold each other accountable. They fight for each other's goals. Um, you know, we, and that's great. And the, the other cool thing that's happened is we have five freshmen in our lineup. Um, four of the five, this is one and a half-ish years of wrestling. You know, they wrestled, they did look four weeks of middle school girls wrestling, you know, um, <laughs> which is an awesome introduction. But as we all know, it's nothing compared to the grind of a high school season especially compared to kind of the one that we go through, you know, the schedule that we have isn't easy. Um, so our veteran girls that have been around for a while, a while have really taken charge of getting them up to pace. Cause we've talked about all year, like, yes, we do have six phenomenal wrestlers that could find themselves in the state finals. Um, but it takes more than that to win a, a team title. And so we talk about that every single day about how, you know, our six girls can't get complacent, can't get, can't ever be satisfied we're always wanting to achieve more, but also those other five girls, four girls can't be left behind because we need them just as equally. You know, backside points are huge. You know, um, winning big matches in the state tournament, you know, preparing yourselves to upset somebody and making the semis, you know, any sort of points that you can have um, help you. You know, you need as many bodies as we have. Um, we have 10 pretty darn good wrestlers right now. Um, even some of, like I said, our four freshmen, um, obviously, Mara Vanderpool is phenomenal. She's a freshman, but she's unbelievable. Um, but the kind of the other four freshmen we have, um, we, like I said, we just, we've talked a lot about just getting them up to speed and that we, how much we need them and making them feel wanted. Because, um, you know, it's kind of hard, it's kind of easy to get lost in the background when, you know, the six wrestlers we have are the six wrestlers who we have. <laughs> sure. So, how important has Regan Rossetter been to your program? We know that she's the standard of every, you know, basically of everything in Nebraska girls wrestling. But um, how really important has she been to to building Westside girls wrestling? Uh, I mean, she, boy or girl, I mean, I think she can go down as a generational talent. You know, she goes, she's one of those kind of once in a, you know, once in a coaching career type people, you know, obviously I think I, nothing against the other girls we have on our team or the other girls in the state, but she's something special. She's phenomenal. Um, she's been great. You know, like I said, her freshman year was me and her, um, me driving, me and her driving out to the middle of nowhere to wrestle in some unsanctioned girls tournament, um, you know, fighting to get this sanctioned. Um, but she's been great. You know, she's, she's been our team captain for the last, well, now I guess you can consider it four years since she was a team of one as a freshman. But, um, you know, she, she sets the standard for everybody. Um, she, you know, she, she does a great job of holding every, uh, each other accountable. Um, but equally as important to her in our program, um, Piper Zadica was the other one who kind of, you know, her freshman year, which is her and Reagan. Um, so those two have kind of been our team captains. They're kind of the ones who have, um, they've been around, you know, since day one. Um, you know, they, so Reagan's been unbelievable. Um, but Piper's been just as big, you know, about helping grow our program. Um, and though, like I said, those two are our two captains. Um, it's hard to say captains. Like they're, yes, there are, are captains. Our team doesn't really need captains. Um, like I said, they, they do such a good job with each other, um, coaching each other, helping each other, um, that we have captains. But, like, yeah, they, they, their job of captains is a little bit different than what you typically think of like a team captain. All right, man. Well, uh, appreciate your time. You yeah, too. thank you, guys. You ever light those candles behind you? Uh, you know, candles. I think it's no, it's just plants. Just plants. 
over there on the other side is more plants yeah just more plants we got a lot of plants around here Hmm. (laughs) chuck's like stunned (laughs) did emma did emma set up set up your uh your your back your camera for you so you could have a scenic background oh no that was me you know it's just uh you had to add something. You can't just be my face. That's not a good... Nobody wants that only visual. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to say... I was gonna no, no, no. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, nah, I, I was just... I was, I was maybe going to say, hey, maybe someday Chuck will have a living girlfriend and it'll look nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find that funny. <laughs> okay. I think it's time to go. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to log. <laughs> All, right. All right, Bob. No, Bob, seriously. Uh, thanks. You're doing a great job. Yeah, no, I appreciate you I'm guys. Super, um, I'm super proud of you, man. You're you're doing a great job. You're you're a trailblazer out there. And, you're, you're doing it with these other coaches and I'm just, I, I, words can't describe how proud I am of you. Yeah, I appreciate it. But I mean, honestly, like I, I get it. Um, you know, we're doing great things, but I'm a very small piece of the very big puzzle. And there's some phenomenal people around that are making this, this girls wrestling thing blow up. I mean, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my best, but it's unbelievable what the sport has come in, uh, come to in three years. And I'm crazy, super excited to see, um, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and everybody in the community, you know, appreciates you guys. You guys do a fantastic job of giving us equal coverage that the boys get. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw one out there for you guys for that. Um, there's a lot of media outlets who claim to be, you know, top-notch wrestling um, that have maybe had seven tweets in the last three years about girls wrestling. And it's probably six of them have happened in the state tournament. Um, so we know, you know, deep down, everybody knows who the who the real ones are. And we really appreciate you guys. Like I said, you guys are as big of a part of helping grow this sport as, you know, us coaches are. Well, if you ever get out of your basement, then you can uh, see some stuff. But uh, <laughs> 100%. I'm not sure. Yeah, we're we're going to get ourselves in trouble here. We got to go. <laughs> we're going to get. Okay, bye, Bob. Bye. Bye, Bob. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, Bob. That's your brother. Yeah, he's doing really well. I, like I said, I, I, I'm very, very proud of him. He's, he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the West Side culture talking points down, boy. What's, what's even more amazing is he does it without being able to say his R's. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you also have more hair on your head. Oh, yeah, for sure. He has a way bigger beard though yeah i could never do that no no i I would look i well he does look homeless but i would look homeless as well if i had hey when is your birthday july oh that's a lot of time that's a long time from now yeah yeah remember it's when we go up to fargo yeah that's right yeah okay how about this with the mustache thing that we've talked about yeah, if you um, if you hit your weight goal, and I have to see you stand on a scale, I will. Okay. I will. I will rock a mustache in Fargo. For the record, that'll be fifty pounds lost by my birthday. 
if you hit it, I will rock a mustache. I will right. shave. I will shave the beard. And that, no, it's not, we don't need to. I mean, it's it's we have the visual evidence here, and audio evidence here. If you do, I will. When we go to Fargo, I will. I will put a mustache on. I will. I will for the first time in a very long time. I will. Uh, maybe not shave, but trim it down and make it. You know, I get it. I've got sensitive skin too. I don't. I'm not. No, I'm not that. I don't have plants. No, I get it. You're sensitive. I don't have plants behind me or anything like that. I have <laughs> nothing about being sensitive. I just <laughs> choose not to. Uh, yeah, to, yeah. I don't shave except for my head. I do big razor my head. I'm down six pounds right now. If you make if you make it, that'll be our bet. Deal. All right. Sounds good. Okay, that was a good show. Good show. You know? Yeah. My Chuck, Chuck Live will be coming. Hopefully, we're, I need to work on the details, by the way. So keep that in the back of your mind. Like we did a live show before the state tournament last year. We're going to try and do one again uh, this year. I need to, I got to, I got to work. I got to get the date, time and dates and stuff kind of ironed out here this week. But that's my goal. Let's just, let's just keep, let's pray for good weather. Yeah, um, oof, man, it's tough right now. So tough out here. Tough out here. Hard out here. Yeah, it's hard. All right. Well, uh, good talk, Chuck. Yeah, it's a great show. It's always good seeing you. And I, I have talked to you twice in twice in a week, and that's enough for me. <laughs> More than enough for me. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for Mike Chuck, episode six or something this year. Season. I don't know. They. It's a lot. Kind of runs together. Anyway, that'll do it. We will. We will. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Next time. So until then, go watch some wrestling. A heard at Sports Network production.